Welcome, everyone, to another solo episode of the One Up Formula. And I'm I'm curious before we we get into this. Did anyone try out cryotherapy of the floating tanks? I heard some feedback from a couple people, and they got fired up, and they <laughs> and they started googling where they could go. So hit me up directly on Instagram at Morgan Jangham if you tried out that Cairo, that floating tank. That'd be awesome. Uh, anyway, so today what we're going to talk about is what I learned from Mark. I tried two things from Mark. And we're going to talk about what my experience was with him. I'm laughing because uh, one of them has gone well. The other one, I'm, I don't know about. So we're going we're gonna to talk about it. I'm going to give you all my honest opinion on that. And then I want to talk about another one-up formula that has been extremely helpful for me that it's a small thing, yet I've been doing it and it's just been so helpful. Real quick, I want to show some love to... One of our sponsors, Lessonly, and I love their motto, by the way, do better work, which is what our podcast is focused on here. And what they do over there, Lessonly, is they have a readiness and training software for high growth sales teams. So go check them out on their website, Lessonly.com, and much love to you guys. First and foremost, let's dive into Mark, right? Because like I said, on these solo episodes, I'm dissecting what I learned and how it can be helpful here. So one thing that Mark talked about as you guys listened to the episode was eating. And I was a little spooked out for a bit. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm not eating as, as good as Mark. And Mark went on like a whole tangent. I was like, oh, shoot. All right. <laughs> I need to get my act together. So what I went out and did is I got some fruit and I got some things he recommended. So to take a step back, the reason why I started doing this is because I have seen a negative history of health in my family um, uh, with a wider range of high blood pressure and illness and heart attacks, heart aches, diabetes, all these things. And so I want to make sure that I can live a long life and so that I can support my future family, my future life, the organization that I'm with, the work that I do on an ongoing basis. And then for those of you who are in sales as a sales rep, I think it's super important to really focus on your body. Because if you can't operate, all the closing and all the deals that you prospected into your pipeline don't matter. You can't do anything with it because you're just at home unhealthy. I think as some people as we're younger, we just neglect health. We're just like, ah, it's whatever. Yet I think it's important that we take the time to focus in on our health and continuously get better. So that's the reason why it hit me hard when Mark was talking about health. Because I was like, yeah, he's right. Like it can add up in my mid-30s. It can add up even more in, in the 40s, right? And I don't, I don't want to be there because um, I've seen a lot of people that are around that age in their 40s and their health is really starting to kick in for them because they didn't do the things they should have been doing in their 20s and 30s. So it all, it all came from Mark, right? He gave us so many places that you could start. The tip that he gave was start with one healthy thing you could start doing. So the one habit that I have is I like to snack. Who, who out there is a snacker? If you're a snacker, hit me up. Tell me what your favorite snack is. So at night, I just love the snack. I'll get shout out, shout out to Cheetos, Lay's, some Lay's chips, right? Some pretzels. My favorite 
candy sour patch kids like i will dive deep into this okay and, and i'll just be sitting there watching a youtube video playing games watching anime something of that nature that's probably what i'm doing but i'm just snacking like my life depends on it <laughs> and so this is obviously wildly unhealthy <laughs> And so I took a box of advice and I found, okay, what can I replace my snacking with? So I, I get these fruit bowls. Now you can get fruit bowls from anywhere. You can get them from Publix. Uh, some people may be international, so I don't know what your local store is, but I go to Publix. You can go to Costco. Shout out to Costco. Yo, they got the big bulk, right? So I don't need that much fruit though. I'm only one person. So what I'll do is I'll go and get these fruit bowls, fruit cups. And what I'm tempted to snack at night, I don't do it anymore. I go in the fridge and I get my fruit bowl. Now I devour this fruit bowl. Okay, it's been it's been my go-to. So I actually get a couple of them now because I just go through them a one in a night. Now the thing is, I don't feel bad about it going to bed because I don't feel bloated. I don't feel heavy. I I feel clean. I don't know if any of you out there like use or eat food like fruits before bed, but I feel clean. I feel good. Like I can go to sleep better. I wake up feeling clear and it's awesome. So I've replaced that with the fruit. Now there's other things that I'm starting to consider. I'm actually getting into cooking. One of my goals for the quarter is to cook five new recipes. Shout out to my girlfriend. She got me a star Wars cookbook. It's pretty exciting. And so I'm going to start diving into that. I think I want to mention that, but this, this cookbook is legit. So I'm going to be out here playing the star Wars cantina music, getting lit in the kitchen, <laughs> making some food. So I need to get into that. I haven't gotten into that yet. I'm actually going to start this weekend and I'm going to do it with my parents. They're going to help me find the ingredients in the store. Cause I don't want to look lost and look like an idiot. <laughs> so I need some help. So I'm going to, we're going to start cooking those recipes, getting it in. So that'll be fun. And so the fruit cup has been awesome. The fruit bowl, whatever you want to call it and find whatever fruit you feel comfortable with. It's a mix, right? So I'll have grapes, cantaloupe, watermelon. That's my go-to for the most part. There obviously can be other things moving forward, but those are normally the ones I look at. So that one's been really good. And the results I'm seeing again, like I said, just feeling really clear, just waking up, not feeling bloated, not feeling like, oh man, I messed up or I did something I shouldn't have done. Like it just feels really awesome. So I've just loved the fact that I've been able to do this. And again, I've been doing it almost every single night. Um, how much this is investment is, it's really not that much. Like it's, you know, it's like what, four or five bucks, I think for these. So it's not anything crazy. So just go to your local store, go look for the fruit cup and get yourself started. Because again, this has been a huge game changer for me. So again, would love to hear who takes me up on this and starts doing it because starting to eat right, like you'll notice how your body will quickly adjust to it. And now eating fruit to me is not like a disgusting thing. It's just a thing that I do, but I know it's healthy. So if I eat it all, it's not like, oh, I fruit overload. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's all good. So that's the fruit, the fruit. So shout out to Mark on that one. All right. So if anyone else wants to do that with me, let me know. Next one is the meditation. Y'all, I struggle with this. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm really struggling with this meditation thing. Some people have given me advice 
like laying down. Some people have said to be do it in the dark. Some people have said keep the lights on. Some people said, you know, start out with two minutes. Like I can only last like five seconds. I I I must be just massively ADD. <laughs> like I just I can't do it. I really can't do it. Now I think there's things that I can. I think the thing is, is that it depends on my environment because it's interesting. Because remember in the last episode, I talked about the float tank. The float tank is essentially meditating in a controlled environment where it's like, I have to go inside of this tank. I'm basically locked in there. I mean, I could get out if I want to, but you're basically locked in there. And for some reason, that just makes me comfortable and I just flow and it's perfect. When I'm doing it in my apartment, I'm just like, eh, why am I doing this? And I just move on to the next thing. So meditation has been a massive struggle for me. I, the reason I want to do it is to see, can I be calm? Everyone swears by it saying, Hey, I, I meditate now and it's changed my life. And I was just like, okay, cool. But I just seem to not to do it. And, and what resources am I using? Like, just let y'all know. It's not like I'm like looking on YouTube and being like, uh, what, <laughs> how do I do this? I have headspace. So I, I, invested into headspace i bought the annual subscription and i tried it for two weeks for 14 days and it just didn't hit with me it just really didn't i and i would be curious to see everyone's feedback on this but i i think there's a couple reasons to it i think number one is i'm extremely add and there's always something going on in my mind and i feel like if i'm meditating for those five minutes or whatever it is, I could be doing five minutes of another piece of work that in the morning I have the most energy to do. Because for me, I have the most energy when I wake up. And when I wake up, I'm ready to take action. So I feel like my meditation cuts into me taking action when I'm the most clear. As it gets later on the day, I become mentally exhausted because there's a lot of things that happen. And it's very hard for me to take a look at something and do it. So I'd rather get it done in the morning, whether that's me writing content, it's me journaling, it's me replying to people, doing videos for people, whatever it is. I do it better in the morning. So I'd rather do that and get the most out of it. So I, I feel like that might be the case. Number, number two is I feel like I don't like just sitting there and breathing and just being like, and like just sitting there in my room when I have already committed to going to the floating tank and sitting there for 90 minutes. So I feel like I get my meditation all at once instead of on a daily consistent manner. And that might just be a, a mental shift that I personally need to make. But I really struggle with just sitting there and just listen to someone talk to me about meditating. I don't know why it throws me off. And I think number three is that I inherently don't like being still. I feel like I always have to be doing something. I always have to take action. I always have to be doing something or that matter. So like number one and three, I guess could be similar, but I think one is because I think I'm missing out on something. I think number three is not because I'm missing out on something. I simply have to be doing something like, and it could be anything like maybe I need to be stretching or working out. I just treat every single second. So, so, so with so much preciousness that I think I'm neglecting the fact that meditating could potentially help me. So that's my update on meditating. I haven't nailed it yet. So when people have recommended for me to lie down, I haven't, I haven't taken that to the full degree just yet. 
Um, the only time I lie down is a flowing tank. Maybe lying down helps me. I normally do that typical yoga stance, uh, that the meditation stance that people do. So I think lying down might help. Again, I tried it one time literally yesterday. I, I still didn't feel it, but maybe it's something I need to just get into. But yeah, I just, I just was not, <laughs> was not vibing with it. And I think it's the more I think about meditation, it's understanding self more. And maybe my journaling, my six minute diary is an understanding of self. And so maybe that meditation for me is, is the journal and not the guided meditation itself. However, I'm open to all suggestions on how to, how to nail this because apparently this is a big thing. Like I do visualization. I think about how I'm going to get success. I feel the success. I do that exercise before I get on calls, before I do webinars, before I do any training. And that's how I'm able to consistently be a high performer and focus on the activities I need to get done. So what I haven't seen any results from this so far, except from being frustrated and being really annoyed at how I cannot do this. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I really don't. <laughs> I don't at all. So what I will say is that I guess time invested, apparently it can be any time. So it could be a minute. It could be two minutes. Like I only get really to five to 10 seconds y'all before I'm like, I, I just, I gotta, I gotta move on to something. I feel like my just brain just move is moving so fast. Maybe I don't want to slow that brain down. And maybe that's my internal conflict. I'd be great to hear from someone who's like high performer, hyperactive brains, always moving. Like my D my brain's always coming up with ideas. And I wish I could act on half the ideas I come up with, but I just can't. There's just not enough time in the day. So that's been my experience with meditating. Sorry, Mark. I'm not, <laughs> not able to pull this through, but I'm hoping that in the future I can nail it. I still have headspace. I'm still willing to try. I'm going to figure this out because I feel like it's important, right? Um, I, I personally pray. Maybe prayer is, is that, right? Maybe I don't need the meditation. Who knows? But the whole thing is that's been my experience with it. So in conclusion, I'm going to still try it out, but it didn't really work out for me to be honest. <laughs> I told you I'm going to be real on this podcast. So that's the thing there. All right. So the last thing is personal one formula, a bonus here. Try this out. 360 reviews. 360 reviews. I don't know if anyone's tried it out there, but this one is so great. It's so great. So the reason why I do this is because I want to get perspectives from other people's lenses. I want that third party review because sometimes we might be doing things and we, we're not getting that third party perspective. And I, and I know if we can get that third party perspective, the conversations that we'll have outside of that feedback will be so much more healthy, healthier. So what a 360 review is, is you can do it with a multitude of different people, your family members, your loved ones, your inner circle of friends, colleagues, and you're simply asking these three questions. Now, people can take it to a further degree than I do. I don't like complicating it. I think it's a simple three questions. One is, what is something that I do that is unique? that you see is better than everyone else Two, what's an area, an improvement that I can get feedback from you on to get better. And then three, what's advice you have outside of those two questions that you would give to me so I can continuously be improving my life. Write those three questions down 
And at the core of it, it's really is just like, hey, what am I better at than everyone else? Two, how can I be better and improve? What are things that, that I do that you don't like, essentially? And then three, what's an area, what's a piece of advice that's outside of the two questions that can improve my life? That's it. So rewind that back, write it down. And why I did that, I did it about six years ago now. So it was the end of my tenure in college. And I wanted to get a perspective from everyone. I had heard it from someone in a podcast at the time. I was like, all right, I'll try it out. <laughs> we'll see how this works. First and foremost, it's not fun. I'll tell you that right now. Mentally prepare for people to be very upfront with you. And also, if you feel like people aren't going to be upfront, like tell them like, hey, I want this to be a healthy conversation. Please be upfront with me and tell me like what the how you see things. If you don't tell people to be upfront, they might not be upfront with you. Just telling you all straight up. It might not happen. So tell them, please be upfront with me. I want this to be a healthy conversation. I'm not going to lash out at you, right? I'm not going to get upset. I simply want to get better as a human. And if you say that, people will give you the real. And that's what I told people. So I went to a couple best friends, went to an ex-girlfriend. I went to a couple of teachers that I trusted, actually. That was pretty unique, actually, to get back on it. And I asked those simple three questions. And so these conversations got really deep, really personal, and really real. And some of these people I still talk to today, some of them I don't. As you all know, friendships change and relationships change. But I took that information to heart and I believe it helped me out a lot to decide on what I needed to do. It helped me decide, okay, I can be a great public speaker. I can get into sales and make this work. I can get into content because there's certain things that I do that make me relatable in the content, right? And these are just things that people told me, right? So it, it helped me paint a picture because once you get the same feedback from people and it's consistent, then you know, all right, this is, this is how people perceive me. So if this is how people perceive me, then I know my weaknesses are, I know my strengths are, I know advice that I need to improve upon. Now it's just simply doing the things that they told you. So I did it again in December and some things had changed for the better, some for the worst. I took that feedback to heart and now I'm doing the things that people said to me. So now I'm very proactive in what I'm doing because of the feedback that was given to me based on the 360 interviews. So I highly recommend for you all to try this out again. Is it going to be nerve wracking? Absolutely. Is this going to be easy? No, it's not. So don't start off and do like 20 people. I did a lot this year. I did my mom, dad, brothers, girlfriend, inner circle, colleagues, like mentor. Like I went deep with it because I knew this year was important for me to ascend and take it to the next level. So I needed this feedback and I've committed to doing it every five years at this point. If you want to do it every year, you can. My recommendation is every five years because it's just a good way to reflect on it. However you want to do this, though, it's up to you. I'm going to recommend it, though, because you're going to walk away feeling empowered. You're going to feel like a weight is off your shoulder, even though the weight you may have not known the weight is there because it allows for them to really dive into you and you're vulnerable about it. And it allows for us to really have a human conversation, which most people at the end of the day don't get to have as much. People want the deeper dialogue. It's why you all might be tuning into this. And I found from the 360 interviews, I understood self more. So me, 
And I also understood, and I also helped, it helped grow my relationships with those people who are willing to be vulnerable with me because it's something that not a lot of people ask for. So typically these conversations, I mean, they can be quick. Like one, some of the conversations could be 20, 30 minutes. Like you can nail through them with people that you might be closer with. It could be a two hour conversation. One was a three hour conversation. The investment in this is nothing. It's just your time. And I guess it might be your ego, <laughs> depending on how much you uh, get, get uh, I guess, the constructive criticism. But all you have to do is ask people to do this and be upfront. And again, people are so willing to do it and they're going to be humbled by it. And I, I cannot speak more to this. And make sure you take the notes, take it to heart and do the things they tell you. And even follow back up with them to say, hey, I did this. Help me a lot. And I did that with the people that gave me the advice and they appreciate that. Anyone appreciates when you take the advice and you actually follow up with them and tell them you did it because it, it doesn't happen a lot as much as we'd like to. So that's the 360 review. You all can start doing that now. Go find, that's, that's a challenge. We're gonna have a challenge of the week. Go find somebody, loved one, your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever you, you're dealing with in your situation, your parents, your colleague. Hey, can you do a quick 360 review with me? Here are the questions. Right. We went through those questions. Just go do that and DM me. Right. If you did it. All right. Last thing things on, on this, on this solo episode here, y'all need some help. I need some help, please. Okay. <laughs> please leave a review of this podcast. If you listen here on iTunes or you listen on Spotify, you want to go to iTunes, please leave a review. Our reviews help this podcast grow. I believe it's something special that we have here so please rate the podcast review the podcast that'd be awesome and then also as well any feedback you have on this on how we can continuously make this the top tier podcast feel free to hit me up on linkedin morgan j ingram or on there on my instagram at morgan j ingram as well and i appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the one up formula let's go out let's one up ourselves and have a great week or day depending on when you listen to this cheers cheers